Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Hi, this is Kathy Barrett, and welcome to Behind the Curtain, an entertainment show that focuses on life and how we navigate down the not-so-yellow-brick road of it. Life is something we shouldn't do alone, so I invite you to spend the next 30 minutes with me as we explore what's behind the curtain today. It is so great to be back with all of you. This is my first show of the new year, and I hope you are having the best year of your life. I am having a fantastic one, and a part of that joy for me is being back with all of you today. I was away for several months for multiple reasons, and um, I thought the best way to kind of include you in my experiences would be uh, to, to just do many of the upcoming shows that we have planned about what I went through. So for right now, we will be coming to you back slowly, doing shows, you know, from one to two a month. But really stay tuned because we have some superb programming coming your way. You guys are the best audience. You have continued to tune into the program in astounding numbers. And during the break, um, you know, while I was away, and I'm truly humbled by your loyalty And it really confirms the importance of doing a show like this. And I promise that I will continue to bring you um, the kind of shows that will support you to overcome any obstacles you might be having as you travel through life. So just to make a, a brief announcement, we have many friends of the show, some of which are either struggling with major health issues themselves or dealing with family members that are. And my prayers and my best wishes go out to you. Um, as you're kind of sitting there and struggling with waiting to get some test results or uh, just uh, waiting for your family members to get their test results. This is a really difficult time. And um, the one thing I know that I'd like to share that really helps me in matters like this is that to just kind of bring yourself into a state of love, you know, because it's the best course of healing for you and anyone that you might be caring about. And it's the best place to be when you're surrounded by a lot of fear. So we're in the middle of a deep freeze here on the East Coast in the United States uh, for all of those listeners that, um, that tune in from around the world. And we have had literally one snowstorm after the next. And all I can say is it is so beautiful. Many people, though, are struggling with the weather as it is tough to move around in and as well as being dangerous. But I'm coming live to you from Woodstock, New York today, and um, in honor of our show topic, uh, I think that it might serve the frustrated, all of you guys that are fed up with the cold, snowy winter, to just take this opportunity and try to look at it with a different set of eyes today, and meeting our guest will give you an opportunity to quantum think and accomplish that. So let's get right to it. Our guest today is Diane Collins, a philosopher and one of the great thinkers of our time. Diane consults with government agencies and corporations as well as individual people and entrepreneurs, guiding them to shift to a new level of consciousness, spreading this quantum think system that she invented that combines cutting-edge science and universal spiritual wisdoms from all practices. And she devised a very practical way for us to live 
the wisdom through her quantum think system. Diane has written a wonderful book. You should immediately after the show go and you know go to Amazon, go to her website, which is dianecollins.com. Go to uh, Barnes and Noble and get this book immediately so that you can start shifting the way you think right away. Her website is diannecollins.com, D-I-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. Again, the book name is um, Do You Quantum Leak? Uh, Leap, rather. And there are links to her um, website also on the Go Behind the Curtain uh, website. So welcome, Diane. I'm so grateful to have you on the show today, and thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so happy to be here with you and everyone, and I love the way that uh, you acknowledge everyone (laughs) who is with us listening, and as we know, listening beyond the limits of ordinary chronological time and physical space, thanks to our amazing technology, because I also think of people of people that way. It's not just you and me having a conversation. It's that we're in, you know, when we say, oh, we're one, everyone's interconnected, you know, we could say from a quantum think perspective, (laughs) in what way is that true? And one of the ways is that we know that even though the field is invisible, the energy intelligent field that we are connected through this, what we could call for short, quantum field, a field of connection, a field of awareness, a field of love, most of all, fundamentally and ultimately, as you pointed out. And it really is that we're connected regardless of when you are listening to this show. So thank you so much for having me and I'm just glad to be here with everyone. Well, thank you so much for being here, and thanks for bringing up that point, which is a very, very important one. Um, I, I agree with you totally because, you know, the you talk a lot in your book about the difference between intent and intention, which I would love for you to talk about a little bit here because that's something that I created the show with, was with the intent to have this, you know, to be able to provide people with a way of getting information that would help them in the moment that they needed it. And that is the beauty of the Internet. And I feel whether there's one person listening to me live or 100,000 people listening, that it's the same energy, it's the same intent, it's the same feelings and emotions that go into every word I say and every thought I have in the process of doing the show. So, the fact that someone like you who has done this, written this profound book and has the experience and the knowledge that you do, you know, to just bring that to the audience in this moment is, is, you know, I, I'm very grateful to you for that because it, it, it just confirms that beautiful imagery that we are all connected as well. Great. Thank you. Yeah. And I love to, uh, talk about that distinction between intent and intention, but I just want to give a little bit of background uh, about quantum, what, what is quantum think very, as briefly as I can, uh, as a context for that conversation. And really, Kathy, what I have been interested in, you could say, my quest is that we, all of us, 
humanity, we as individuals, we as family members, community members, you know, uh, members of a collective society, that we go from merely knowing the wisdom to actually living it, to being the walking, talking embodiment of it. So that was really my quest. And I thought, you know, well, how does that happen? And one of the things that I call my revelation that I discovered is that though we imagine we think freely, independently, uh, like we're choosing our thoughts every moment and therefore, you know, we're... Act, you know, we're affecting, of course, our physiology, our bodily processes, our spiritual uh, connection, our emotional experience, all of the above, through what we hold in mind and consciousness, that even though we imagine we think freely, that we have the opportunity to think freely, but for the most part, we are conditioned by habits of thinking and assumptions of the big-picture view of the nature of reality. So, for example, if you have a guest on your show who's talking about, you know, the angel realm or channeling or any of these different things, I mean, I'm picking something that, you know, could be far out for people, not necessarily Mm -hmm. your listeners, but it's like, why isn't the world at large, you know, <laughs> Kate, why aren't we listening, like, without the great skepticism and disbelief or, you know, bashing, you know, anything to do with, quote, new thought, new wisdom, or because we are brought up under an old, limited point of view which is the industrial age. So we're in the quantum age, but our thinking as a culture, even those of us on a conscious path, are still under the influence of some of those ways of thinking. And what does that mean? For example, that that was oriented around the physical five senses, and so we don't really learn about mind, right? We know now from the quantum age we're in a mind-based reality in the old world view, as I lovingly call it, also a genius point of view, but limited, that it was a matter-based reality. So how does that translate? You know, do you quantum think is not about science. It's about how the discoveries have shaped the way we think and how we can, of our own will, of our own volition and intent, shape the way we think now as a whole system leap. So, for example, everything is speeding up. We know that, the pace of change. Because of our great technology, we have increasing number of choices, a complex world. Every day, because we're in this kind of really big transition time for for everyone, for humanity, so every day it's kind of uncertain what's going to happen. Things happen, as you brought up at the beginning, where we're dealing with circumstances like illness, like uh, financial ups and downs, all these type of things. So how do we deal with it? Well, the old world conditioning has taught us to look in the circumstances and then figure out what to do, analyze it, 
figure out what to do, take the how-to steps, and eventually get there. Mm-hmm. Well, that way is no longer really effective. And that's why we can have a sense of overwhelm, which does affect our well-being and our state. So what is a new worldview? What is the quantum age worldview? Well, we can take a leap expand the way that we relate to what really is the nature of reality. Well, the nature of reality is that it's multidimensional, right? We say it all, mind, body, spirit, and more than that, the soul is involved, divine (laughs) intervention is involved. But basically, our connection is through what we hold in awareness, what we hold in mind. And one of the main activities of mind is thinking. So thinking gets a bad rap, you know, kind of among the consciousness crowd, because we want to be able to be, and we do, connect to the heart. But if you realize, as I wrote in Do You Quantum Think, that for the spiritual traditions, the center of the mind is located in the spiritual heart. So it is all one. So when you start to realize that if we can master what I call the five natural faculties of mind, the power of intent, the ability to use our intuition as a way of life, how to work with subtle energy, including emotional energy, and transmute it, transform it. How to tune into resonance, to know what we resonate with so that we can choose the right directions for ourselves. And what you and I were talking about before the show, to be living in a meditative state. Meditation is a great practice, very important. But it's not just a formal sitting with, you know, your eyes closed with wonderful breathing. It's a state that when we're in that inner place of silence, even when we're active, this is what we mean by, I call the fifth most important faculty of mind. So when we can get related to the way that we connect and create literally create our experience, create our actions, our outcomes, and our literally our reality, then that's what I mean by taking the quantum leap. And that's what the quantum think system enables us to do. Now, that was a long intro, but let me say very quickly. Mm-hmm. So in I make a distinction between intent and intention, and most people use these terms interchangeably. But the importance of distinguishing it this way is, which I know you've picked up on, right, in reading, Mm -hmm. is that when you realize that we do exist in fields, that what we resonate, we attract. And so that's a very important part of creating the results that we want in life, including our moment-to-moment, how do we feel right now? which again affects everything, is that intent, intention is, you could think of it as a future goal that if we take a certain amount of steps, actions, we'll get there at some point. 
And that also, of course, has, you know, a mind, a thought base, a spiritual base to it. But intent is important because intent is the active dynamic of creation that we've been born with, divinely endowed with by birth, every single one of us. Intent, the uh, deliberate focus of our awareness and attention. Now, intent, and we do this in statements, which we can give an example, but intent is an activating force. So we could say it like this. Intent activates the energy intelligent field. And so one of the principles of quantum thinking of the quantum of our universe is that we're in an infinite possibility world it's like going on the internet it's a perfect metaphor right <laughs> the good the bad the ugly and the right. sublime mm-hmm. of the human mind you you know what we're always connected to this infinite mind what are we going to click on that is what our reality is in the moment so that's what's the perfect metaphor because, okay, it's infinite possibility. In every moment, there are any number of ways or, you know, realities that we can focus in on with our mind and awareness. I'd love so that. It really speaks to that. It really speaks to awareness. You know, it, it, it is a moment-by-moment choice. And in that, if we, you know, kind of stay in that space, of reminding ourselves that it's so important to go back and be in a state of awareness because, like you say, we're creating moment to moment. So, you know, if you're not in this kind of moving state, in an active state of awareness, then we're missing out on a great deal. That's exactly right. And so the idea is, like, how do we do that, right? Right. Well, that's (laughs) That's where you're coming in. (laughs) And so, you know, and that goes back to, you know, my big quest, like, how do we go from, you know, (laughs) knowing this to living it? It's not a step-by-step. You know, the old, how-to is important in many, (laughs) many learnings in life. But Mm -hmm. this is how, what came to me, through me, as we all have, right, unique wisdom that comes through us, and it's, of course, all connected, and that's another important aspect, as you were, you know, mentioning about this, Kathy, about, you know, being in that place of silence so that you can connect to, well, what what do I really want right now? Mm -hmm. What am I passionate about? And so getting back to, well, how do we do it? You know, stay in that state of awareness is what is one of the uh, 21, I should say, I call it 21 plus 1, quantum think- distinctions in thinking is that called the art of distinguishing, a new worldview of learning. Because what if you think about this, we know we learn through experiencing something. Now, what are we going to do? Go out and experience, you know, you can't go out and experience everything. But in terms of what you're talking about, awareness, What happens is, and this is the intent of the book, is that as you read, you're bringing the art of distinguishing, the definition, to bring something into your awareness in the present moment, right now, 
in such a way that you're actually giving yourself something experiential. You're, ex- you're giving yourself an experience of a relationship to whatever it is you're bringing into your experience. We have to take it out of the abstract, then I'll, I can give something. But that's what it is. So how do you stay in that, in that awareness? Is that when you do that, when you have this principle, the art of distinguishing, a new worldview of learning, is that, let's say, you could be reading Do You Quantum Think? or you could be reading anything. And you could be listening to Behind the Curtain. Anything that you're doing in life, when you have this as your intent, and again, intent being the activation of this awareness, is that my intent is as I'm listening to Kathy's show, as I'm reading Diane's book or any book, as I'm going about my day-to-day, my intent is that I am, you always say it in the present tense, I am happy that I'm connecting to my experience in such a way that I'm operating from ease and freedom and choice. And really, that's what it is, is that that I just created a simple statement of intent. Intent Mm -hmm. is a statement said in the present tense, I call the omnipresent tense, that will bring about many results, not one result. So you have an intent that you're connected to your own awareness as you're listening right now or as you read. That is the intent of my book. You know, if you, you know I, once, <laughs> I once heard, it came to me this morning, I was talking to my husband who's my partner in life and in business, all things, Alan Collins, master quantum thing coach. And, you know, I said one time I was uh, listening to the person who channels uh, Ramsa. Maybe people have heard of Jay-Z Knight because mm-hmm. they saw the movie What the Bleep Do We Know? Did you ever see that movie? No, I haven't Are seen that movie, but that? I'm familiar with Jay-Z Knight. Mm-hmm. And so and she's in that movie, you know, and it's all about this idea of, the, you know, this new quantum world. But anyway... And she, I remember just one line, and whether she said it or Ramsa said it, you know, the 2,000-year-old disembodied spirit, who knows? But it doesn't matter because something penetrated and said, you're, you're all creators, so start creating. You know, it's like, you're a creator, start creating. And so this is what we're, you and I are talking about right now yeah. is that ability we have to master these dynamics and to start creating consciously. That is such an exciting um, concept, really, because if if everyone would stand in that intent, what a fantastic, I mean, it's a fantastic world, yes, that we live in, but my goodness, (laughs) what would it look like then? It would be extraordinary. Because there, when people are not uh, being a creator in their life, there it causes a lot of negative emotions and feelings. I think to overpower people because everyone does have that gift, everyone does have that drive 
but it's a matter of knowing how to access it. And that's what I find so wonderful about your book. And um, I just want to, you know, just uh, uh, quote some of the things that just jumped out at me as I was reading through it that I really, really loved. And, And one is when you say, when you quantum think, you think with your soul. You think with your intellect, you think with your body, you think with your spirit, you think with your divine nature, and there is nothing left out when you live in the awareness of the multi-dimensions of life. So beautifully said, because you can see it's not just one part of us, it's all parts of us that kind of brings us to that place of awareness where we're seeing beyond where we ever saw before. And I know with um, uh, with myself, you know, like one of my, my, I like to call it my wounds or my weak spot, is trust. And it takes a great deal for me to trust. And it's like I, I consider it my my little grenade. It will go off in my life at the at the when I least expect it, because of what you spoke about before, which we all carry. That we kind of have this. Um, you know, we bring to each of our lives a history, okay, whether it was the way we were programmed uh, through religion or the way we were raised or our own personal life experiences. All of that information has an impact in the way that we view each other and the way that we view life. But when you can step into this place, as you said, to say, I'm going to choose now to do something different than everything I know. I'm going to stand in a different space and see what experience comes back to me. That is when the magic happens. And That's it's exactly right. And it's not difficult. You know, it's living. No, but you know, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was just saying it's living in the fear of what we don't know. You know, we love the devil we know. And we keep thinking, I think, as human beings, that we have to climb, you know, climb up Mount Everest and go down to the bottom and then spin around three times and then take a plane over here before we can actually arrive to this place. That we- <laughs> right. When, but life occurs in quantum leaps. That's a shift in state with no pathway. But let me um, just, I really want to give us something right now sure. to break us free. Mm-hmm from what you were just talking about, Kathy, about, you know, these habits. And this is where, you know, these world views, making this leap from the, you know, the old world industrial age that gave rise to machines, beautiful, to the new world quantum age that gave rise to all this, right, nonlinear, it's called, technology that looks like magic. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we are right now in an evolutionary way as a humanity. But I made up a reason for these habits that I want to have give this to everyone so that we can be free of it right now from this point. And that is when you think about the old worldview, it was called classical mechanical. And you think, well, that's what, you know, where we were, let's say, an evolutionary phase of humanity. So we projected this kind of, you know, machine-like universe. Now, what did it do to us? In many ways, we became, without insulting anyone, a little automatic and mechanical, too. Now, I Mm -hmm. made up a term to free us from these habits, which is called least action pathway. 
the way the energy or the thought goes simply because it's been that route before. These mechanical thought habits. Now, here's the freeing part. When you quantum think, you realize we exist in fields. And you know this anyway, if you know that, you know, you're receiving uh, messages. A lot of people say, you know, let me tune into spirit. You know, you're receiving intel, right, Mm -hmm. from non, you know, from invisible intelligent fields, whether it's from God, if you call it that, or whether it's spirit or whatever it is for you, or just from the energy, the the feeling of the energy. That's another kind of message. So when you realize that we exist in fields, you realize also that we're receiving information, thoughts that are not even our own from the mind, M-I-N-D, field. I like to call it the thoughtosphere. I didn't use that in deep. <laughs> I like that. It's for fun, right? What's coming in from the, you know, we have a right. biosphere, right, surrounding the body and the earth. What about the thoughtosphere? So we're in a thoughtosphere. And here's the freeing part. You can make a distinction between a thought that you initiate with conscious awareness that you're doing so, a thought you're choosing as distinct from a thought that is just visiting from the thoughtosphere because we're going to pick up like, you know, wavelengths. Yes. And so when you have a thought, a disparaging thought, a negative thought, a fearful thought, oh, my God, you know, this illness, what's going to happen to me, you know, or my loved one? You don't have to own that thought. I call this the myth of choice because, again, if you were at true choice, you would not choose a disparaging thought, a negative thought, a fearful thought, a doubtful or worry. So we can make that distinction and say, oh, that's just a least action pathway. Oh, that fearful thought isn't even my own. I don't know where it came from. Did it come from, you know, a past life or when I was two years old or 15 and my teacher told me I'd never make it? It doesn't matter, and you'll never get to that source anyway. But what we can do, we have absolute freedom, jurisdiction, and choice over is how we relate to those thoughts, is how we choose to relate to the circumstances. And I've heard you on your show, so I know that, and this is part of what, you know, the beauty and the brilliance of what you're presenting, Kathy, is that you're giving out the message in many different ways that regardless of what circumstance befalls us, we can't always control the circumstance, but we can always create a relationship how we choose to relate to that circumstance in a way that empowers us. What would we learn from this? What is the intel of the big big man or woman in the sky, you know, pointing me in a new direction? If one job falls away, if one client falls away, what am I supposed to do now? It gives you a chance to take that place of silence, to take that place of pause, and tune in to what am I supposed to be receiving right now? Connect 
to it. Exactly. And it's also bringing us back. And it, this is the powerful um, aspect that I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm like shaking as I'm sitting here talking to you because I'm so excited for people to know that in that space is, is right there. You can choose to go into awareness. And when you're in that state, you're calm. I don't care what's going on. There's no worrying. There's no, um, you know, just uh, like you say, there's no negative thoughts. There's no positive thoughts. You're just, it brings you right into the moment and you can feel this immediate sense of calm. And that brings you a knowing that you are now going to move in a direction to create what you need to create or want to create as opposed to letting everything else run you in that moment. Ah, that's so perfectly said. And you know what? I'll say one thing further on that. You actually cannot create without that transcendent awareness. So it's like, you know, it's called, I say, living in the both-and world. That's a quantum way of saying it. Is that you're both that transcendent awareness, that awareness that stills you that calms you what you're talking about and at the same time you are that personality in the world you're that persona that person that all the different roles we play you know Mm -hmm. in the family in our careers and we're living that simultaneously but what i was getting back to you actually we're not at choice unless we're in that state of awareness you Mm -hmm. actually cannot truly choose I mean, your decisions are being made, <laughs> or we I say it this way. Something is always getting created. It's either you creating it with the conscious awareness, as you just pointed out, or the past set of patterning is creating for you. Now, when you make that simple distinction, and it really is simple, as you say, that you're in the state where you can choose. Well, wait a minute. I don't want to own that thought. Why do I want to latch on to that reality? Let me click on something else and what you and what you were saying at the end there. Now, I'm in the state of awareness. I can literally shift my state. I can create a new thought. Now, I'll tell you one last thing if we have time for it. There's we do. No we we actually have about 10 more minutes if if you can okay, hang with right. us. Okay. Uh is that There is an essential principle from a quantum world view. And that principle, this is where, you know, if you realize this principle, this is another freedom and an understanding at a profound level. And that principle is that there are no absolute fixed realities. And, you know, this is, I adapt this from science, it's called the theory of uncertainty, but the point of it is, is that we're living in a world, a universe of energy and flux informed by intelligence. Everything is always shifting and changing all the time. There's nothing standing still. And we, as human observers, are fortunate to be the focal point of what happens. So our own, this is now proven in quantum science mm-hmm. in the last, you know, at least a lot during the last 10 years, but for about the last 100 years. That is not yet in the public mind and awareness. 
that our own consciousness has an effect, mind to mind and mind to matter, uh, our um, effects are real and have been proven many times. And this is why, you know, I call the mantra of quantum thing, when you master your mind, you, you master your life. Mind being what you hold in consciousness, not just the cognitive left brain stuff. All of it, as you, you know, read that passage, all of the multi-dimension. So when you realize that, what does that mean, that there are no fixed realities? It means, because the old world view, they wanted certainty, and they said objects were solid and fixed, and you had to get something to happen, you had a polar push on a circumstance and manipulate (laughs) your way around it. Now, and then we start to relate to, in the physical world, domain which is our everyday world and of course very important that things appear to our ordinary senses solid and fixed but we Mm -hmm. know under a microscope that's actually inaccurate now this is the good news because what this means is well let me just say how did that map onto our thinking we look in our circumstances and we make conclusions, you know, we analyze, we make conclusions about a person, about a situation we're in, we make a conclusion, and then we live from that conclusion as if it's the truth. You know, Mm -hmm. let's say you're working with someone, you decide, you know, they do kind of their idiosyncrasies, (laughs) you don't like certain behaviors, you decide that person's, you know, a jerk. I'm Mm going to use plain language like this. And then you live from the from that conclusion that you've made about that person. Now, how do you think that shows up in relationship? You're affecting the relational field with that person by what you're holding in your right inner right. awareness in your resonant field. That person is experiencing it, even though it's not being actually said. Mm-hmm. The same thing with a with somebody in your family. You know how you hold it. Oh, you know, my husband never listens. You know that's going to affect the quality of your relationship because we do have, we are interconnected through these energy intelligent fields. Now the good news that it's there are no fixed realities. That's why the power of intent works because we realize even though we have you know. 10 years, 20 years of evidence that, uh, let's say, you know, I've never really made the amount of money that I wanted to make annually. You know, this is very real for people today. Sure. And therefore, you make a conclusion in relationship to yourself. Uh, Therefore, I probably never will. Now, that's a conclusion that's not the truth, even if you have evidence in the past. It's not the truth from the point of view of being fixed and absolute in any way. And what will happen is you can interrupt that least action pathway thought and realize it's not the truth, and therefore, what context do I want to live from? A statement of intent. I am so thrilled and excited that I'm finally making the amount of money that I want to be making. Now, is that true in circumstance right now? 
not when you first say it. But if you start, this is as simple as glass half full, glass half empty. If there are no fixed realities, then what is creating reality? The context from which you live, whereas I say in one thing, reality is context dependent. And we can choose the context that we want to live from. And a statement of intent is a form of context. Glass half full, glass half empty. The circumstance of the water in the glass is the same. Nothing changed in the circumstance. But when I choose to live from the context that, I'm going to skip, make a big leap now, that I love my life and everything is working beautifully, powerfully for me more and more every day. You wake up in the morning, I love my life. That is a consciously generated context that you are choosing to live from for that day for a lifetime. I like to say it when I get up in the morning, you know. You open your eyes. What's the circumstance? You know, if you're not choosing to to create consciously, right, Kathy? It's like yes. you could have the same set of circumstances. One day you wake up, you're feeling fantastic, right? The next day you wake up and you're feeling like, you know, the proverbial bad hair day. Nothing changed, Right. Except for if you're feeling you have a bad hair day, you're going to convince everyone that comes in contact with you that you have a bad hair day as well. That's it, because you've allowed that least action pathway thought to take you over. However, now we're all quantum thinking, so we realize, oh, you know what? That's not an absolute reality. Right. Nothing is an absolute reality. That's a scientific fact. That's not just, you know, Diane or Kathy saying it. That is a scientific fact, if you like science. That is what all the great spiritual mastery traditions have known for, you know, millennia. And that's how it works. So now this is great news because... Why did I write that book? You know, well, I say I wrote, it came through me. Yes, I did put the effort into it, and I am the vehicle for it as right. well. So right. it's, you know, we're all, it's all connected. But the fact is, is that that's so that we can, okay, let's not wait, you know, another, you know, 10 years, 50 years. No, the time is now. this comes in, the time, right? The time is now. We have uh, just a little bit more than two minutes left. I can go on for hours about this. Just want to remind everybody that we are speaking to Diane Collins. Please go to her website, which is diannecollins.com, and that's two N's in Diane and two L's in, in uh, Collins, and really get a copy of this book. And I want to you know, leave some uh, the the listeners out there with something that you – from the book that I felt was very powerful and it's a wonderful first, even a first step for people to go to where you say live the wisdom of infinite possibility. Notice your habitual ways of responding, listening, and what they bring into your awareness. Even if people walk away from today's show, just doing that, just being aware of who you are and where you are in the space of time today. Um, I think that, I think that would be, 
wonderful because you will see things that you haven't seen before. And the book has tons of exercises like this that are thought-provoking, that do not take a lot of time, that can really change and shift uh, where you are um, in your life right now. And uh, so I urge everybody to go out and do that. I really want to thank my guest, again, Diane Collins, um, for sharing her wisdom with us today. Do you quantum think? It's the name of her book, which you should download right now uh, from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And again, you can shift out of that old way of thinking that does not serve uh, you or really the world any longer. And we all have to get together on this because uh, the world needs all the help it can get right now. So um, if you miss Behind the Curtain live, you can listen to the show in archives by going to gobehindthecurtain.com or Blog Talk Radio Behind the Curtain. Load us on your iPod. Take us with you on your walks and your run. Keep us close to your heart because that's where we'd like to stay. I'm honored uh, to have your listening and privileged to um, have the amazing guests that I have on the program each week. I know how precious 30 minutes is during the course of any day. And I don't take your listening for granted. Go behind, go behind the curtain.com and drop me an email because I want to know the issues that you want to be supported on. This is Kathy Barrett sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. May your life be blessed with light and love. It's been a joy for me to be with you today. And uh, I'll be back, and I hope you'll join me. Peace, everybody.